Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Sherwinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. What's up? What's up? Hi. What? Who is that? <laughs> your daughter. So you guys get a treat today. I wanted to bring my daughter on. She's 14. She's been my daughter since she was born. Hope. <laughs> We're pretty sure she's mine. Uh, no, she's definitely mine because you got my personality a little bit. Um, and my goal for today, if you're not a parent, this may not appeal to you. But we're going to have like honest, transparent conversation about what it's like to be a kid raised in a household where the parent is a hardcore entrepreneur. Uh, for her entire life, I have had, I've worked for other people, I've owned multiple businesses, and here we are. She's seen me travel the world, like for business when I was in software, but I've never sat around the house with a whole lot of extra time during the week since she's known me. So we're going to chat a little bit about uh, how that affects kids in perspective. And uh, hopefully she doesn't crush me too hard on my weaknesses. <laughs> gives me a little grace. Uh, but I felt like this was like a really good opportunity because when things are tough in the market, I feel like you got to focus on the things that are most important, even though we might be dealing with like low cash flow or businesses sporadic and all these things are going on. And we have a tendency to like throw our head down and just get to work and ignore the people or the things that are most important. So um, my daughter Evie is on with us. You want to say hey? Hi. So uh, she goes to Buford High School or middle, middle school. Oh She's eighth grade. She does... Uh, comp cheer. She's very good at it. Um, and like, she's a socialite. She loves to be a social butterfly. Lots of friends, super outgoing, super friendly. Most of the time, um, don't test her when she first wakes up for sure. And, um, don't mean, don't be mean to you because you'll punch people in the face if they're mean. Oh Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty tough. Um, we have uh, a son as well. He's nine, Asher. And um, I would say Evie treats him okay. Not great most of the time. But if somebody like bows up on him, she jumps in. And uh, she's kind of the protector. So uh, she's got that uh, motherly instinct. So that's cool. Um, but I want to get to the point. I want to ask you some questions and have you share your experience, like your perspective of what it's like 
Um, and I want to start with something that I read like a year or so ago. It was a case study that um, they tested multiple households and it, it was like uh, one case and forgive me for not having like all the details exactly, but you may be able to look this up online. There was like one case study that was a dad was around all the time, like got off early, was home all the time, whatever. Uh, dad was hardly home, worked really hard, uh, good provider. And then uh, a, a non-dad figure in the household. Um, and they found that the biggest difference between the three was the non-dad household to the other two. And that when they dug into the other two, the dad that was only home for like three hours a day versus six hours a day was that if the dad was home for only three hours at night, but actually engaged that there was no negative impact on the children. So I think as entrepreneurs, we are like, we get home and we still got a bunch of stuff to do. So it's like, where do we fit everything in? And then you're too cool for school. So like, you don't want to hang out with dad all the time now, right? Yeah, I guess. You do? Sure. I love hanging out with you. But do you? you? Mm-hmm. Like all the time? Not all the time. Like if it was me or like one of your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think any kid would say that. I mean, I grew up with you. Yeah. I have all the time in the world with you. Yeah. Do except you when you're at, Except when you're at work. Right. So let's dig into that a little bit. Like when you were a little girl, um, did you feel like I wasn't around a lot? I don't have much memory of that. I do yeah. remember like FaceTiming you when you were traveling. Traveling. Yeah. But. Okay. Do you feel like with me working so much and then when I traveled a lot when you were younger, did that have a negative impact on you? I wouldn't say negative because we're like really close. So yeah. I feel like just me missing you would make me want to hang out with you more. Mm. I like that. There's truth to that. Like, you know, sometimes you don't realize what you've got till it's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that, uh, I'm a lot to take in regardless. So like people can only take me in small portions. And so if I were around all the time, I would just get on everybody's nerves. Right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right. So uh, what is the ideal? Like, let's talk about you're 14. You got social life. You know, you got friends in the neighborhood. You got friends on your phone. Like, you play video games. She's really good at video games, y'all. She like she plays Madden. You play Fortnite. <laughs> What's your favorite? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. She's really good at it. So, um, so what is the ideal thing that you and I do to make you feel like you're appreciated, you're loved, you're accepted from me personally? I loved when you would, like, just text me and be like, hey, what's up? Or, like, just, like, you know, like, what a friend would do. Just, like, let me know you're, like, thinking about me. Just, like, and not just work, work, work. That, like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Here's a Bible verse. Or, hey, want to, like, 
play Fortnite when we get home or throw the football or something. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like your mom, right? <laughs> like I'm a million miles. You've seen me at work. Uh-huh. Like it's one meeting after another meeting, bathroom break, late for the next meeting, lunch, lunch meeting, then going to this, phone calls. Like, so the idea is if I if I'm in that mess and I think about you guys and I take my time to stop and text you, that makes you guys feel like really appreciated and that like work's not more important than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's good though. Yeah. I think a lot of dads on here are going to really like win on this. So I'll tell you a little trick because when I was working at Contact at Once, the software company, um, one of the guys that I worked with, Ed Parkinson, he was amazing, super creative guy. Like our personalities clashed a little bit because I was like a hammer and he was a creative. Um, and so there was a little bit of clashing of personalities, but at the same time, I feel like we got along really well and we became good friends. And he taught me something that I'll never forget. I, I, I don't do it all the time, but I try to, um, sometimes I lose them, but he said, uh, put it like the idea would be to put like two quarters in your right pocket. Right. And by the end of the day, you want to move each quarters to the left pocket. But in order to move a quarter to the left pocket, you have to do something nice for your family or your spouse. Specifically, we were talking about spouse at the time. So at that time, I'm like, okay. Um, So he's like, if you just send her a text at lunch and tell her you love her, you move a quarter over, right? Uh, If you're on your way home and you're like, man, I'm really hungry, instead of just going and grabbing something for yourself, text her and see if it's, you know, if there's something she wants and then move that other quarter over or get home and make her dinner another quarter. Right. Like, so he's like, you know, put two quarters. If you just do two quarters, that's more than most of us do in a week and one day. Right. Like we're just so independent. And so, uh, I thought that was a really good reminder or a way to like help us as fast paced people, stop in the middle of the day and show our appreciation to the people that really love us. And that means a lot. You said it means a lot to you. That's one of your favorite things. Um, so I think that's really cool. So what are some things, and this is dangerous that I'm asking this, but I'm really trying to be vulnerable and transparent because I really want to help the dads out there that are listening. Um, what are some things that I could have done better? And what are some things that I may have like, missed or you wish I would have done um that could have helped our relationship or or helped you um I really like it when you like take me to practice okay and like like I feel like a lot of dads do this it's not just you that a lot of dads like just miss like not miss but like don't realize how much a daughter's change, like, hey, want to go get ice cream? Uh, I'm not really feeling ice cream. Like, what? You used to love ice cream. I feel like that's mm-hmm. common with dads, yeah. especially, like, entrepreneur dads. And do more, like, like maybe stuff that's... Like, you want to go to the club. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, little Wintber groan. Yeah. I would so love to get ice cream with you. That was just, like, an example yeah. for maybe some older people or whatever. But, like, maybe, like, you know, stuff like that. Like Yeah. 
So you're developing and like for the dads, I think what you're trying to say is don't keep holding on to all the little things that used to be so important. But on the flip side of that, like, I mean, there's certain things that I do now that I think you still enjoy. Yeah. So I don't do it very often with you, but when you were a baby, I learned something from Andy Stanley, a local pastor here uh, at a leadership conference. He said, uh, someone asked him in a Q&A session, what was the biggest impact your dad, Charles Stanley, had on your life? And if you don't know Charles Stanley, you can Google him. He's like a God's general, like a like a superstar in the in the uh, faith world, right, of Christianity. Um I think his church was Rehoboth Baptist Church here in Atlanta, had one of the biggest churches for a long time. And um, he said, Andy said, the biggest thing, the biggest impact that he had on my life was every night before I went to bed, he would tell me what? The thing that we say? Yeah. Dream big. He would say, God's got big plans for you. Don't miss them. Don't miss them. And then we say, dream big. Do big. Right. So um, I feel like, you know, your door's closed and, you know, you're older now, so I can't just open the door. But like when I'm when I'm telling that to Asher and not you, I kind of walk down the hallway and I'm like, man, I wish I could tell her. But when I do tell you, I see your face light up, even though it's kind of cheesy now at this point, 14 years old. I think you like it. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like a fun little thing that we've done since you were like a little girl. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we say, um, God's got big plans for you because I want my kids to know that I want them to dream big. I want them to do big. But but they, like, you can't just dream or know that the plans are big. You have to go get them. Go after them. Go after them. Determination, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say, um, you know, I basically stole that from Andy Stanley. It's uh, God's got big plans for you. Don't miss them, right? So it's our choice whether we put action to the plan. So someone could say, hey, uh, if you go buy a lottery ticket, you're going to win. Well, if you don't go buy the lottery ticket, you can't win, right? But it's the same thing, I think, with God. Like he, he gives us a vision or a hope for our life, but if we don't approach it, we don't go after it, then what, it's no good, right? Um, and then we say dream big, do big. Normally I'll say dream big and then you say do big. And the idea behind that is, is like there's no limitations and uh, you got to take risk and it's scary, right? Sometimes you got to jump out there in faith. And I see those things like the, the seeds that we planted in you and Asher by saying those over and over again. Like I can tell, and I used to tell you, you were bold, strong, and courageous too. Remember that? Yeah. I was when you were little. Mm -hmm. Because I always wanted my daughter to be bold, strong, and courageous. Like, don't fear anybody, but, you know, be brave, be courageous, be bold. And when I think of a woman, you know, some of the strongest women I know are bold. Like, they're not afraid to tell you, back off, you know? And I know you're not afraid to say back off or, or anything, right? Yeah. Um, Mom even told me the other day, like, when you guys were at the pool, some kid was riding a little motorcycle around the pool area, and you're like, go away, <laughs> right? you like, so leave. leave. Um, so she's not afraid to stand up and speak those things, but I'm not doing everything right. So it sounds like uh, what are some things that, that I'm missing? What are some things you wish I did? Um, 
like you did say, like, like when you think about saying it to me walking down the hall, like, come back and say it. Like, yeah. it's like I'm going to bite you, bite your head off. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, just, like, give me that, like, upflow or whatever, you know? The attention. Yeah. Yeah. Just know, like, hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. And that's so important, right? Mm-hmm. Give me the reminder. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, I really need to hear it. And then, like, that's probably when you think, oh, I need to go tell her. But then you're like, mm. Yeah. That's probably when I need to hear it the most. Probably. Why you got to be so wise at 14? <laughs> so, I agree. I, I think that's true. And, like, I, I also think part of me, you know, I, I, I want to treat you like you're like you're older. I know you love ice cream. I know you like going to eat ice cream. You used the example earlier. Are there anything that I do now that you, um, or like I try to tell you, let's go do this, um, but like you don't really enjoy doing that anymore? Um, It used to be like that, but not anymore. No? Uh-uh. Okay. Because I feel like you've really tried to like hang out with us more. And, like, become closer because I feel like maybe, like, a year ago, it was more, like, less of you. It was, like, like, two years ago, I think, but, yeah. Yeah, and, like, now you're trying to, like, really show an effort because, like, I can see that, like, you've, like, changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy Mm -mm. trying to balance everything, right? Yeah. Um, It's like school. With school, it's like I have to finish this and then I have a test that I have to study for because, like, you don't know what's on the test, so you're studying for it. And then it's like, oh, there's also family. I need to hang out with family. And then I got to do my chores. Oh, my friend's calling. I got to hang out with my friend. And then, like, there's stuff fun that I still want to do, like play Fortnite or, like, hang out with my friends or something. And then that's not as easy because, like, now I'm, like, I start to understand, like, entrepreneur. Like, this is, like, what they deal with. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's like uh, when I came back, I was gone for a week in Michigan. I came in and I said, hey, I want to spend some time with you this weekend. Right? Yeah. Like, pulling my luggage in. We both walked in at the same time, I think. You came in one door. I came in the other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I want to make sure that we spend time. And then you go up to your room. Right? Yeah. Like this is the it's normal, right? Every fourteen year old girl's hanging out in a room, talking to her friends, whatever. So I get it. Um, so I want to give you that, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, how do we, how do we separate that and be like, hey, I know you're hanging out with your friends in here or whatever, but can like, is it cool for me to just be like, let's go get ice cream, like when you're in that yeah. mode? Of course, I'd love to get ice cream with All you. Right. I could just be like, hey, yo, my dad wants to get ice cream with me. And okay. Like, my friends would probably be like, your dad is so cool. Like, honestly, I think I get that sometimes. I am cool, but though. Like, I'm yeah. probably the coolest dad of all your friends. Okay, sure. <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you do know. No, you just don't, don't want to tell me. You don't want to break my heart. <laughs> you don't think I'm the coolest? You're up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably the top. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So 
uh, as a dad, let's say, you know, when you start getting into that age of like 13, 14, um, I feel like there's this identity crisis that happens with all kids. They're trying to figure out their way. Like, who am I? Right. Yeah. You overheard me talking to Stephanie about the thing that I learned about yesterday and how there's like, you have all these superstars who are like kid friendly. And then all of a sudden they turn and they're like demonic and you know, whatever singing nasty songs and doing these promotions that are like devilish. And as a parent, like we want to protect you guys because we know that there's so much going on and there's so much negativity in the world. And so I feel like as a child, when I was your age, I probably felt a lot like you because you've expressed to us. It's like, you know, um, don't, don't shelter me. Like I want to be exposed to it, but there's gotta be a certain balance there. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I think. And so while you're trying to find your identity, you're very influential. I was too. I think everybody is, it's not just you. And so like, it's so important that we go to church and uh, read the word and listen to worship music and pray because I feel like that helps influence us in a positive direction. And it helps offset some of the negativity and the ugly stuff that we see in the world. Right. Because if all we saw all the time was all this stuff, uh, it would affect us in a much greater way than if we had the, the opposite happening and then how do you gauge your moral compass on like how you decide on what to do, right? So if you don't believe in the Bible or any type of faith, how do you know what's right and wrong? Yeah, um, I think that's where parents step in with their beliefs. And they, because like you said, I think kids are like just very influential. Like they can watch a show and be like, whoa, I want to be just like them. So they'll start Talking, dressing, That's acting. not you, though, right? Depends. <laughs> like, Taylor Swift, whoa, I'm going to be her. Like, just wait. Yeah, I but, mean, it looks great. Yeah. Like, you need a good influence in your life. But then if you're, like, watching something and your parents walk in and they've seen, like, some, like this person, like, do things on, like, Instagram, like, that aren't good and your child's watching them, you're going to think to yourself, like, like, who knows what they can do in the show? So, like, you're going to call your kid, like, let's not watch that anymore. And your kid's obviously going to be upset. Like, oh, no, I want to finish. Like, this right. is good. But then, like, they don't know, like, the effect that it could have on them and, like, how it can influence them in, like, ways they probably don't even understand. So much wisdom. What is happening right now? <laughs> so I'm going to take that little clip. And then if I'm like, hey, babe, I don't really like this movie. And you're like, but, Dad, let me finish. I can be like play that (laughs) consistency in everything including price reliability quality not just quality but great quality control these are things that describe somer usa somer is not some startup company not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future somer and their family of businesses are 200 million dollar companies They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. 
These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Now, I get it. I mean, you get like emotionally involved in a movie and it's hard to break loose, right? But they've gotten so good at making movies so that, that you are emotionally engaged and it's hard to break away. Um, so if we're looking for like the next couple years, I guess it's not cool for me to come to your school and like eat lunch with you. I mean, you can't weird. really do that anymore, I don't think. That'd be weird, right? All your friends would be like, Evie, your dad's Is that your here. dad? <laughs> but if I brought a steak, they'd probably be like, wow, your dad brought you a steak for Can lunch. Can I eat with you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, as a dad, you know, I think we're running around so much. Um, there can be lonely days for us too, right? Um, yeah. Days where, like, I feel like we've got to be the tough guy a lot even when we're not feeling tough and uh, we got to be strong and even when we're not feeling strong. And so I think there's times where I I have these, um, I mean, you probably recognize it, right? When I feel overwhelmed, I get stressed and I kind of shut down a little bit. Yeah. Um, how does that affect you? Um, it lets me know that you just want time to yourself to, like, fix it and, like, gather your thoughts. But it doesn't, like, affect me that much unless, like, I, or, like, something's going on, the TV's super loud or something. And then, like, you, like, not, I don't want to say take it out on us. Yeah. But, like. I got a short, I got a short temper in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, getting overwhelmed with, like tv and then the dog barking and then mom like i don't know yeah just, i'm overstimulated yeah so when when that happens i'm like in my own head trying to like process everything and find the solution which i'm usually pretty good at if i'm given the time but the like everything is noise to me in that stage right so it's hard for me to like find that solution when everything's so loud and y'all are yelling and the TV's yeah, and loud. I'm like the same way. Like I can't like that's like a lot of reasons when I just like go up to my room, put my AirPods in, or like listen to music or something. Yeah. Because like at that point, I'm like, whoa, like overstimulated because yeah. so much is going on. Yeah, I agree. So, um, what can I do better for you? I think you're pretty good right now. There's gotta be something I can do better. Text me. Text you more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bible verses. Okay. Like, when you're thinking of me, just be like, let me know. Like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And be like, he's thinking about me. Like, that'll, like. Encouragement. Yeah, like, boost my confidence. Like, just text me. Be like, do big. Or dream big. And I'll be like, do big. And yeah. then our little sayings, yeah. Just, like, 
more like, you know, involvement and just let me know that you're there and thinking about me or stuff like that. Now, recently, we're going we're gonna to hit a little bit of a soft spot for me. I'm going to expose myself a little bit. But you, uh, you had said that sometimes you feel like you uh, get more attention from me when you do something wrong. Yeah. And uh, that's not at all like what I want, right? Um, but through adversity, adversity can bring people together. Right. I feel like that's happened a little bit, but we don't want to encourage like poor attitudes or bad decision making. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I think when it does happen, you capitalize on it. And what we've learned is we really like spending time together. Uh-huh. You love waking up at like 430 and coming no. to work. Oh, you don't? Not that early. Like if your work started at like 11, that would be perfect. So I started bringing her into work as a punishment. Uh, She had to like clean the warehouse and read a book. I got paid. She did get paid. Um, And uh, we do take advantage of the the tax laws there. She gets tax-free income, which is awesome. Um, Up to a certain amount. But... I think what's what's really cool is uh, you did you did do it for a little bit when I forced yeah. you to, and we were waking up at four thirty in the morning and coming into work, and it's a long day, right? Because we get home like six seven o'clock at night, yeah, and you're like passed out on the couch at like ten here in the office, <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was really good seeing you seeing what I go through on a daily basis and like what I how my day is, right? Yeah. And I think it was really good for me to have you around to really show me like man, I like I don't I can I can find ways to spend time with you even at work. Uh which I think is cool. Like we go to lunch, like we went to lunch together today. I texted you yesterday. I was like, "Hey, you want to go to lunch tomorrow?" You guys got school starting next week, so I wanted to make sure that we got that in, and um, I think that's really cool. I'm taking Asher on two on Monday, I think Monday or Tuesday. He, you guys start school on Wednesday, I believe, right? I think it's Wednesday. Or th- it's the second. Yeah, Wednesday, I believe. So I'm taking him to lunch on Tuesday, and so, um, what about siblings? We'll hit this last topic and we'll wrap up. Okay. Well, I feel like. I feel like there's always that, like, thing in the house where it's, like, I'm the favorite. No, I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. Dad likes me more. No. Like, I may, I may, there's always that, like. I may cause that because I tell you both you're my favorite. Mm. <laughs> exposed yourself. I did expose myself. But I love you both so much. And y'all both are my favorite. For different reasons. Yeah, behind my back. Go tell Asher. No, for different <laughs> reasons. Y'all are my favorite. I love okay. y'all. I love you the most. Yeah. I love but him I the most. But I feel like me and you have like that special daddy-daughter Daughter. bond. And yeah. then Asher and mom have that. For sure. Mother, son. brother, son. Or, yeah, son. Yeah, mother, son. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that we just click more because maybe like we're more alike and Asher's more like mom. But yeah, yeah, that's true. And for context, uh, my wife, we've been together for 
15 years. Mm-hmm. Been married 15 years together for 16-ish. We dated in high school as well. and um, High school sweethearts. Not really. Kind of. I had dropped out. I was out of school when we met. Well, still. And. She was in school. I think she was. Yeah, because she was like 16. I was 17. And uh, I was at an apartment where I used to hang out with. We used to have like little get-togethers. And she walked in. I was like, holy cow, y'all. I just remember my heart beating out of my chest. I was like, she is amazing. (laughs) And so um, I just couldn't stop thinking about her all the time. And my friend started dating her friend and then called me and was like, hey, they want to go on a double date. And I'm like, no way. And (laughs) I was like, I'm in. Where are we going? So I think we went out on a double date. And then mom and I started dating on our own um, away from the double date. And it didn't last like forever. It was only like three to six months. But that's like, since she's probably listening to this, she knows like she just had a poor attitude. <laughs> she was mean as fire. I think she was just used to boys kissing her butt and I wasn't that guy. Yeah. I put up with it for a little bit because she's hot. But I was like, man, geez, this is like the best punishment ever. You know, and then it was like, I just can't deal with it anymore. And uh, I hope and I'm even, not like that. Even after we broke up, uh, like I still thought about her a lot, like over the years, like years. And so um, I think it was always kind of like, you know, the one that got away. But I didn't want to go back because I felt like I was just asking for punishment. But you go through these things in life where. You know, I think we both matured a lot. Yeah. And although neither one of us is anywhere close to perfect, we still, I think we still uh, find ways to communicate and um, and grow our relationship. But she's a stay, stay-at-home mom. And yeah. that I, I, I really respect that. It's like its own job. Yeah, for sure. And um, she told me that before we got married, that that was what she wanted to do. She wanted to stay at home, mom, raise her, raise the kids. Um, and I, I knew, you know, like I'm, I'm ambitious, so I knew I was going to work a lot. And we've been on one income for 14 years. Um, you're talking leaving software with a great income, more than enough to starting a door company and having no income to grow in that, to starting such and such. I mean, we, we, uh, when we started Aaron overhead doors, it was a, um, it was rough. Right. And when we got engaged, I was changing careers and I hardly had any money. So we, we would like, uh, eat fast food and like kind of poor food together. Um, but she was like by your side, your own, her, your cheerleader. 100%. She yeah. always tells me like, yeah, I'll always support your dad. Like, yep. yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like I come up with the craziest ideas and she's like, I believe in you. And I'm like, you got this. You got this. And so, uh, it makes me feel like Superman, you know, like I can do anything. And, uh, so I think we have a pretty cool dynamic and, 
I wanted to do this podcast because I think that uh, time goes fast. And I still remember when you were like three years old and I'm holding you and, um, you know, the beach, going to the beach and hanging out, like all those memories, right? And it just like, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, man, she's grown, you know? I'll never hold you again like that. (laughs) It'd be super awkward if I tried. Um, But but there's something sweet about our relationship now that is different, right? Yeah. And I hope that that stays forever. And if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, male or female, it doesn't matter. Um, I think that having these conversations with our kids and figuring out like what's important and what we can do better and how do we improve as a husband or a father is so important and just getting back to that right because tomorrow's not promised for me it's not promised for you it's not promised for your the listeners and like I just don't want to have any regret and if I had to say you know if I didn't go to work tomorrow and I died the next day I wouldn't be like man I wish I went to work that day <laughs> you know what I'm saying but if I went to work that day, I'd be like, man, I wish I would have known and stayed home with the family and really hung out and spent some good quality time. Yeah. Right? So I just want to encourage you guys out there. It's so easy to get home and feel that pressure of just like go to the your weight. Room. Just go to your office and work till midnight and slave away. Um and, and I know there's seasons where you got to do that, right? And I tell Stephanie, I tell the kids, I'm like, hey, I'm going into a busy season. And it's going to require uh, a lot more of me. And I have those seasons. And then I have seasons where, like today, I can get off at, you know, 4, 4.30 and go pick up Asher and take him to football practice because there's no one else to take him. So there's, like, you got all these, like, uh, things, right? And so, but what did I say to mom? I said, yeah, I can do it, but when we get home, football practice is five to seven. When I get home, I got to jump back online and knock out a few things because I got some deadlines. So there's always be transparent, set expectations, make sure everybody's on the same page. And I feel like things just work out a lot better with that. Yeah. Um, So. Like what you were saying earlier about how you like the next day isn't promised this one like saying like always sticks with me and it motivates me so much to like live the day to its fullest. It always like, like when people say make every day count, live the day to its fullest because you know, like especially like in the summer, like you have like no limit, like you can just live, like you have so much fun and it's just like, oh, like it makes me so happy just thinking about it. Like just being with your friends, hanging out, like going to the pool, it just, like, like make every day count. Hang out with that person yeah. you always want to hang out with. Like, you know, stuff like that. Y'all see, I told y'all she's a social butterfly. She's also very adventurous. Um, and we have to we have to make an effort to keep her busy and help her with her social life since she doesn't have a car. Um, but she's got a big appetite for social. So we try to feed it the best we can in the most healthy ways. So if you're listening to this, 
uh, hey, by the way, I paid you a bunch of money to read a book. Was it worth it? Yes. What book did you read? Um, Live Your Moment, I think, by yeah. Maddie Pruitt. And there was another book that you read a while back. I uh, paid you a lot of money to read. Atomic Habits. Yep. So it's my belief that with all the negative influences out there, if we're willing to spend tens of thousands of dollars on college and all these other things, why not pay our kids 500 bucks or a thousand bucks to read a book that could potentially change their life forever? And if I can embed the information in those books into my children at an age of 14, 15 years old, when I know they're motivated by money because she likes, she likes to get her hair done. Nails, nails done, done. she likes Lululemon. Like she's got, she got whoever the man is in her life. He's gonna have to work a little bit. I mean, maybe. Or I can work. Or you can work. Mm-hmm. I like that about you. I like that about <laughs> you. So she's not gonna be independent. She's not gonna be dependent on anybody. She can go out there and get it herself. So um, that's a good perspective. I'm glad you straightened that out. You always say that when I say stuff like that. So I appreciate that. Um, I think more or less I view a man as a provider for their for their family, but women are just as much of a provider, and even probably more so if they got a job because they're taking care of the kids more, and uh, you know just doing all the things that we're we're not great at. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. If you have a family, I mean, seriously, just take a step back, take a deep breath. And maybe you're listening to this in the middle of the day and it's a perfect opportunity for you to stop and text your daughter or your son or both or your wife and just let them know how much you appreciate them. Um, maybe you do the quarter thing. Um, maybe you block off some time and take your kid to lunch. Right. Yeah. Yep. We went to Oi. Yeah, a lot of food. Breakfast food. Yeah, at lunch. Hmm. It's great. Yes. Um, but all those little things I think are super important. So work will be there when we get back. Even though it piles up and it feels like it has to be done. I think it's time to start focusing on delegation, family, and uh, getting back to what's most important to us in our lives. Hope this made an impact on some of y'all. I'd love to hear a testimony if you take action on anything that we talked about today and see positive results. Hit me up on Facebook and let me know. Hope you guys have a blessed day. Peace. Peace out.